It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Pleasant well, good evening to you, everyone, and welcome in to another night of high school boys basketball. We're here in Altamont at Altamont High School this evening for tonight's non-conference contest between a pair of Indians here this evening. It's Carlisle versus Altamont. Altamont comes in at this 3A and a 2 in the early going of the season. And Carlisle comes in at 3-4 and four on the young year. And these two teams are kind of going in a little bit of opposite directions here as we have them. As for last game out for Altamont, they're coming off a blowout win over South Central 72-45. Getting a little bit of revenge after South Central beating them in the Dietrich Regional Championship last season. They were led in the scoring department by a couple of 20-point scores. They were led by Avery Yarhouse, seven three-pointers on that night, and he had 25 points in total. Also, Mason Robinson finished with 23 on the night as well. It just seemed like the offense was clicking and everything was clicking. Everybody's three-pointers seemed like they were going in on a Friday, and they were going in uh, early and often there in uh, Frina, and uh, that was a big deal, a big win on a Friday, not only just to get the win and get off the conference season started right, but it's also big to uh, just uh, in the fashion that you did. You, you dominated the whole entire game uh, there on Friday night against South Central. Yeah, you, you really did. You really dominated uh, the whole whole time. I, I was expecting a, a closer game than, than what it was. I, I just thought South Central was uh, was just playing, playing kind of kind of wild, uh, in my opinion. You know, uh, I know Dobson had some struggles. He had that technical foul. I know that's uh, about, about the only. I mean, he had 13 points. That uh, Seth Bergman for South Central, he had 14 points. He was four for five from uh, three point range. That was about the only, uh, I guess, bright spot. Um, not to say they played terrible, but I just expect a closer game. But uh, yeah, I didn't know it was good for Alcimont to get get a win like that. And I guess uh, maybe build their confidence back up. Not to say it was down or anything, but maybe just uh, get that little confidence boost on them here tonight and get the first. Uh, National Trail Conference victory. Definitely want to start off on you know one zero there, and uh, we'll see what they can do tonight against uh, Carlisle, a team I don't don't know too much about. I, I do know I they had their own uh, post Thanksgiving tournament. I did see they they finished third in that. Looks like they went three and one in that tournament. But uh, other than that, I don't I don't know uh, don't know a whole lot about them. I know he used to work with the guy from Carlisle, but that's, that's other than that, that's about it. That's about all I know. I do know that they are coming in on a little three-game losing streak as on uh, Saturday they fell a really close game against Vandalia, 45-43 on a Saturday. Vandalia jumped out to the big lead, 11-6 early on, and then Carlisle closed the gap in the second quarter, only trailing by five at halftime. And then uh, uh, Vandalia at one point had it up to 10 points, uh, but then a little comeback there in the fourth quarter to tie it up, 43-all. And uh, Vandalia made a game-winning shot. There were 2.9 seconds left, and uh, then uh, Matthew Haggie blocked uh, a three-point attempt, at, or uh, blocked a shot. I don't know if it was a three-point attempt, but blocked a shot at the end of the game uh, to uh, give uh, Vandalia the victory. Uh, leading the way that night was Hayden Jules. He had 12 points. Uh, Josh Vonderhaar, the uh, junior, added 11 points. So those two guys are going to be uh, two of the big uh, scorers to look out for here this evening. I definitely do. I remember Hayden Ewells from last season 
So uh, they do have a fair amount of sophomores here on the roster. We saw the JV game before this one as Altamont won that 64-40. to Quite a lot of people from the bench on Carlisle jumped up and ran to the varsity locker room to get uh, changed into their varsity uniform uh, there. And they do have a few seniors on the squad uh, there, but a whole lot of sophomores and a whole lot of height as well as I see some guys 6'5", 6'4", one sophomore 6'7". So uh, they are uh, have some height, at least on uh, the Indians here this evening, and that's going to be very important because Altamont is going to be without one of their post players this evening. Yeah, I uh, found out earlier today that uh, Eric Coleman is not not going to be here tonight. He's uh, battling a strep throat, so best uh, wishes to him. He gets, uh, gets better and able, is able to be here for uh, Friday night's mega night. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I found that out earlier today from, Eric Huckle, uh, Andy. I know Andy's listening tonight, so hi out there to you, Andy. Anyway, uh, hey, out there. <laughs> best, best luck again, Eric, and hope you get uh, feeling better. I'm sure he's cheering on the uh, Altamont Indians from from home, and I'm um, sure he's wishing them, wishing them the best. But yeah, they're going to be without Coleman, you know, 6'5 down there. I know uh, kind of there, Hart, Caden Miller, 6'4, uh, uh, Mason Robinson, 6'3, Dylan Eaton, 6'3. So, uh, they're definitely going to need to step up tonight in the absence of uh, Poland and Paint. Yeah, and I know that uh, Kynan has had a couple of good games as of late. I know against South Central, he had a good night output. I think he had eight points on uh, Friday. And uh, Kynan's going to slide in to the starting lineup here this evening without uh, Coleman. Going to be out there on uh, the uh, floor. And we do see one person that, that is uh, back to report on tonight is uh, Coach Nieberge as he wasn't there on a Friday night. He was battling some illness as well, and so uh, Coach Cool took over on that night, and uh, the uh, boys uh, played really good that night, and hopefully they can carry that over into tonight to have some success as well. But a nice to see uh, Coach Nieberge back on the sidelines uh, there. Just Unfortunately, it seems like the whole team is uh, battling some illness and uh, some uh, sickness here at this time of year. I hate to see that any time of the year, around the holidays especially, but... You know, you have the next man up mentality, and it was the next coach up mentality there on a Friday night. And uh, happy to see that next player up mentality here this evening uh, without uh, Coleman. And uh, so we'll check in on that as we go along there as uh, we'll have the uh, starting lineups and the national anthem coming up here very shortly as we're about ready to uh, get underway with the uh, national anthem here tonight, and I think I failed to mention at the top of the broadcast, uh, my name's Travis Sparks, and I'm alongside Dominic Daters, and we'll be here calling the action tonight here on Jack FM. So uh, both teams are getting ready for the National Anthem, so we'll step away for the National Anthem as well, and the National Anthem is going to be brought to you by Tinkley Insurance Agency, so we'll be back in after the Anthem for the tip-off and the start of lineup of tonight's game here on 100.5 and 105.5, the voice of Altamont Indians basketball, Jack FM.
can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont High School. We're about ready to get underway here with this Altamont and a Carlisle battle between the Indians here this evening at Altamont High School. Let's give you the starting lineups as we have them up here for Carlisle. As they're coached by Andy Palmer. And the their version of the Indians look like this. Number two, Sam Rusher. He's a 5'9 senior. Number 15, Hunter Taylor. He's a 6'5 sophomore. Number 33, Wyatt Nothouse. He's a 6'4 senior. Number 34, Matthew Guthrie. He's the guy that's going to be looking out for here this evening as he's a tall player there in the post. 6'7", he stands. He's only a sophomore, so he's got a little bit of room to grow as well. And they're also starting number 40, Josh Vonderhaar, at 6'1", and junior as well. As for the Altamont Indians, a little bit of a change of the starting lineup. We already told you about Eric Coleman. Uh, being here due to illness, but also Wyatt Phillips checks in to the starting lineup tonight as well. And it's going to be uh, Phillips, a six-foot senior. Number 22, Avery Yarhouse, a six-one senior. Number 23, Mason Robinson, a six-three senior. Number 32, Logan Cornett, a six-two senior. And the other change in the starting lineup without Coleman, you know, kind of Earhart, a six-four senior there. So again, it's Phillips, Yarhouse, Robinson, Cornett, Earhart. And on Carlisle's side, they're going with Rusher, Taylor, Nothouse, Guthrie, and Wanderhaar this evening for Carlisle. So, thank you for joining us. How you are doing so with you here on the conventional radio dials of Jack FM or streaming online, fmradio.com, or listening on the app, or turn all these games into podcasts as well. So, if you want to relive any of the action, you can go on our website and find them in our podcast feed there. And that goes for... Everything that we do here at the station, the starting lineup, both the boys and the girls' games, all up on a podcast as well. We certainly appreciate the listenership, however you are in taking us. And, uh, of course, we'll be back on the air. Next game uh, for Jack FM is going to be on a Thursday for the Lady Indians. That's going to be Altamont versus CHBC there in that big NTC clash there on a Thursday. There we know that the girls picked up a comeback win last night against North Clay and it looks like it'll be uh, Robinson uh, going to be at a center circle there against Guthrie a little bit of a size mismatch there with a 6-7 sophomore and it's Carlisle winning the tip off and they'll start off with the basketball they're going left to right on your radio dials they'll be in their black uniforms with purple numbers and it's immediately thrown into the hands of Cornette so turnover right away on Carlisle's part Phillips is open in the corner for three it's off no good but it's rebounded by Guthrie one of many rebounds for him tonight, I imagine. I imagine so. 6-7 over there. And they get it over to him. He's over here on the right wing, and he's looking to drive. He's going to be guarded one-on-one against Earhart. He goes up for the shot. No good, but Carlisle tracks down the rebound. And it's going to be a rusher with a shot for a three. Left it short and rebounded by Robinson. Robinson looking to run with it. Altamont, nice dish off to Phillips. Off the glass and in. Called the basket and the foul for Wyatt Phillips. And he also took a hard fall as well. 
but he's going to go to the free throw line for the end one. Nice old-fashioned three-point play there by Phillips. Going in strong. And we saw that on Friday with the outlet pass from Robinson there, and that one was this little short little uh, no-look pass that time, and Phillips finished it off. They have the line for the free throw up and good. That went on not housed for Carlisle, and there's going to be another uh, foul on the inbounds. This time it's going to go on out tomorrow. You're going to hit Phillips with that. As uh, Carlisle gets it in, that is Taylor with the basketball. Full court pressure being applied for Altamont. It's 3 nothing with the and one free throw there by Phillips. And it's Taylor getting off over there to Rusher here on the right side. Of course, Altamont in their man-to-man defense. They'll get it over there to Nothouse. Nothouse drives baseline. And they dish off. Short little shot. Hook shot as well. And Vonderhaar makes the short little hook, and it's 3-2. to two. Altamont going right to left on your radio dial, and they were trying to dump it in the post to Earhart, but Guthrie got in there and stole it away. First turnover tonight for Altamont. So it'll be Rusher with the basketball for Carlisle. He picked up his dribble. He has to have some help, and he throws it away. And Cornette dives on the floor, but he loses it right into the hands of Taylor. And now Carlisle will have possession of the ball. That is Rusher here in between the circles. Yeah, over there to Nothouse. Nothouse drives, left the layup short, and rebounded by Robinson. Outlet pass to Yarhouse the other way. And he tries to go up and under, but he gives it off to Cornett in for three. No good, and it's rebounded there by Vonderhaar. He's going to look for Cornett in transition, spotting up for three. Just a little off there. The rusher getting across the timeline. Hits a screener from Vonderhaar. Now a mid-range jumper is good. That's by Taylor. Actually, that was not how. Just for a few points in the game. And it's going to be Robinson going the other way. Puts up the shot up and in. A mid-range jumper for Robinson. His first points of the night. It's 5-4. to four. Nice little back-and-forth game here so far between Carlisle and Altamont. Guthrie gets it back off to uh, Taylor across the timeline. Hands off to Rusher. Rusher had it picked off. Trying to go over there on the wing to Vonderhaar. Robinson the other way. Layup off the glass and in. And one for Robinson. He's going to go to the line for the end one. All right, shall we get him out? Come on. We're on the old-fashioned uh, three-point end one play. He wasn't going to be tonight on that one. Nope. Foul's on uh, Hunter Taylor of Carlisle, his first team second. And uh, Robinson's end one free throw is good. Five early points here for Robinson, and it's eight to four. As it'll be Rusher getting across half court. Phillips pressuring it all the way up the floor. They go there into the corner. Vonderhaar. He dribbles it, and it's going to be tipped and almost stolen away, but Carlisle gets possession of the back. Taylor, mid-range jumper is off. No good, but he is going to be fouled. Not a lot of body contact, so Taylor will go to the free throw line for a couple here. Fouls on number 22, ABR. House is first, team second. Taylor's first free throw up and good. 
for a substitution tonight. Goes for Altamont as Cornette will take a seat and Dylan Elam will come in. Taylor made that first free throw. Gets another on the Yarhouse shooting foul. Free throws up and in. Two for two there for Taylor and it's eight to six. Yarhouse the other way. He gives it off to Elam here on the wing. Now he gets back over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking to drive and he dishes back out to Robinson. Robinson in between the circles, gives it back to Yarhouse. Moves it over to Elam. Elam with a fake handoff, spin around in the lane, puts up the contested jump shot is good for Dylan Elam. His first two points is 10 to 6 Altamont. Rusher getting pressured all the way up the floor by Phillips, and he has it now and gives it back off to a Taylor here at the volleyball line. Looking for that backdoor cut, and it was thrown on the way right in the hands of Earhart. Earhart over to Yarhouse for a three. Can't get it to fall. Earhart tips it back out, but right in the hands of Taylor, and Elam's going to tie it up, and it's going to be a jump ball. Alternate possession arrow gives it over here to Altamont. That was uh, Carlisle's fourth turnover of the night. As the hammer comes in for the first time this evening. And uh, they'll get it inbound as they'll go over to Robinson. Robinson has it here on the right side. He spins around in the lane trying to dump it off the air. Hart can't do it. And he gets his own uh, steal back. And it's going to be up and no good for the shot. Ball's still loose and Vonderhaar finally grabs it. Robinson lost it on the way up and put up the shot, and no one getting control after the rebound, and finally goes in the hands of Carlisle. That's Taylor here on the left wing. And now he's going to hand it off to Rusher. Rusher here now more towards half court. We're going to set up the offense for Carlisle. They go over there on the right side to Nothouse. Nothouse spins around trying to get free, puts it up, and it's no good, and rebounded by Robinson. Robinson looking to run with it, looking to go all the way. Nice dish off the yard house, layup up and in. Ray house. Avery's first points of the night, and it's 12 to 6. Alamont starting to uh, find their groove, I think. They're, they're up by six, maybe throwing away just, just a little, just slightly. Running the transition off these misses to perfection here. Definitely. As Rusher is looking to go all the way to the rim. He puts up the contested shot, no good. And rebounded by Yarhouse. Earhouse up to Robinson. He's running the floor. Tries to dish it off to Earhart. Maybe try to get a little bit too mustard on that. And it's going to be picked off by Carlisle. Rusher the other way over to uh, Taylor up and in. His fourth point. It's 12-8. to 8. Coming up on 2.30 to go here in the first quarter. Hammer now over to Elam up top between the circles. Looking to get it to Earhart, but it was the nine. And now back over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse drives with up the shot. No good for the rebound is off of Earhart they say and it's going to be Carlisle basketball the bang bang play could have went off either guy and the official right from said it was off of Earhart yeah, Coach Neuber he doesn't agree but no, he doesn't. he's not going to win the argument no, uh, Caden Miller checked in and Wyatt Phillips checked back in as well nearly picked off Guthrie also came back in as well he's trying to run the fast break puts up the contestant shot it's good and it's Matthew Guthrie with his first two, and it's 12 to 10. Coming up on a couple of minutes to go. Cornette also came back in. He tried, puts up the shot. It's off, no good. Miller with the rebound. Put back is good. Marcade and Miller. Nice rebound by Caden Miller. Nice job to throw the board and put it back up and in. First points of the night. It's 14 to 10. 
pressure quickly the other way. He's got some speed, and he uses it. Barnerhaw gets it back to Rusher. Now they go to Taylor. Taylor looking to drive. It was denied, and now back out to Rusher. Almost stolen away, but Vonderhaar gets possession of it. And tries to dump it off to Guthrie, and he's too hot to handle, and he lost it out of bounds. And so Carlisle, with another turnover here, gives it back to Alcamont. Down down their fifth turnover tonight so far. Tossing up the basketball here in the first quarter. Certainly. Minute 30 to go here in the opening quarter. Indian of Alcamont with a four-point lead. Phillips is going to take a three-pointer. It's off, no good, and Guthrie gets the rebound. Rusher quickly up the floor, another forced pass, and picked off by Phillips. Phillips gives it over to Elam for three in transition. Yes, straight on three for Dylan Elam. And it's 17-10. That's his fifth point of the night. It's Rusher getting the ball off the floor a minute to go in the first now. Rusher has it here at the volleyball line. And he gets a screen there from Guthrie. Rusher hops step in the lane and gives it off, and it's not out. Short little jumper, can't get it to fall. Last touch off of Elam, they say, and it'll stay right here with Carlisle. Ethan Gooden checks in for the first time for Carlisle. Vonderhaar takes a seat. Robinson also checks back in, and Hamer will sit down. And Yarhouse trying to get in there? Yes, he did. They say, come on in, son. He'll come in for Elam. 48, four, 4 left. Carlisle inbounding underneath their own basket. Rusher trying to get in. They get it in to a Guthrie. Or that's Nothouse. Nothouse can't get the shot to fall. And it's going to be a foul on the way up. So it's going to be in the act of shooting. So Nothouse will go to the free throw line here. Fouls on number 32, Logan Cornette, his first team third. So Nothouse at the... The line. First free throw up, and it takes a couple of bounces in it. Makes it 17 to 11. And also another substitution in there. Hayden Jules came in for Carlisle there. And up and in as well for Nothouse. Two for two there. Makes it 17 to 12. As it's Cornette getting over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse now back over in the corner to Cornette. And he'll throw it back more towards the middle. Back it off to Phillips. Phillips thought about a three, but pulls it back down. 25 seconds to go. Phillips drives and dishes off to Yarhouse for a three. Can't get it to fall. No good. And rebounded by Guthrie. 15 seconds left. Huels getting across the timeline. Picked up by Yarhouse. Huels. As it dribbles it more towards the middle. Now on the right side. Tries to spin in the lane. It was picked off by Cornette. It picked off by Phillips. Phillips with two seconds left. Up to Miller. Lays it up and lifts the layup short. And that's going to do it for one half of play. Or one quarter of play, I should say. Getting a little ahead of myself. As Altamont has the lead 17-12 to 12 after one quarter of play. And you're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FN. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. 
Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. Let Kramer Pharmacy keep you healthy this holiday season. All of our staff in Altamont and Teutopolis would like to wish you and your families a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Good luck, Indians. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont High School. After one high, one quarter of play, it is a 17-12. Part of the second quarter, Carlisle will have the basketball. Difference for them in that first quarter was all the turnovers that they had. Six of them. As it'll be Hewell's up top. He's going to do something with it. Drives, and it's blocked by Robinson. But regained by Nonhouse for Carlisle. They'll pass it up to uh, Taylor now, and he'll hand it back off. And they'll go over the corner to Nonhouse for a three. No good, and rebounded by Robinson. And there's going to be a foul on the rebound on Carlisle trying to get it back. Second on a Taylor there for Carlisle. So uh, take a seat. Garner Hart comes back in for Carlisle. Also subs for Altamont as uh, McManaway came back in on the last timeout. And uh, I think Elam did as well. But it's Robinson, McManaway, Elam, Yarhouse, and Earhart with uh, the five out there for Altamont. Over in the corner to Elam. He'll drive baseline. Just off the Robinson. Extra pass to Yarhouse for a three. No good, and rebounded. Fought four, still loose, and they're going to say it was touched by Elam as he had a foot or a heel on the inline here, and so it'll be Carlisle basketball. As Colton Ewell was in there, and he is down, and uh, Sam Rusher checked back in before Carlisle. It is Hayden Ewell looking to get it in. He gets it in to a Rusher. Rusher, nice pass to Guthrie. Can't finish the layup, though. And rebounded by Earhart. Now quickly up to Yarhouse the other way. He'll drive baseline now. And he'll put up the short little shot. No good. And rebounded by Vonderhaar. The rusher. Yeah, across half court. A little behind the back dribble there. Gets him free into the front court now. And he looks it. And it dishes off to Vonderhaar. High arcing shot. Airballed it. And rebounded by Earhart. McManaway with the ball in transition to Robinson. Extra pass to Elam in the corner for three. Can't finish and a spot for the rebound. Guthrie tips it off to Hayden Hewell there. Part of his wingspan for that to tip it over to him. Definitely. As it'll be over there to Nothouse. Nothouse drives baseline and they're going to call offensive foul. How many times do we see it? We see it all the time. And that's going to be an offensive foul. Yeah, we sure do. We sure do see that all the time. Fouls on number 33, Wyatt Nothouse. 
the second few fours. And so a uh, red nine camp comes back or comes in for the first time before Carlisle a little bit of foul trouble that they got going on now. As Jared Hammer came in on that last timeout, and they tried to work it over in the corner here, but it was uh, out of bounds and it was off of Altamont. So that's a turnover on them. They'll turn it over to Carlisle. Trying to get it to Phillips, and it just went right through his hands. Yeah. So it'll be uh, Rusher getting across the timeline. And the other two, Guthrie here on the right wing. That's not where you want to be. Over to Hayden Hewles. Hewles now up top to Vonderhaar. Vonderhaar trying to get free. Gives it over to Nothouse on the left wing. Now gives it back up top. The key to Guthrie. Now over. Shot four. Three is off. No good by Hewles and rebounded by Earhart. Quickly in transition, Hamer swinging it back over to Robinson. Robinson drives, layup up and in for Robinson. He's got seven, and it's 19 to 12. Rusher getting across the timeline, coming up on 5-10 to go here in the second. Rusher gets a screen from Vonderhaar. Now they get over in the corner to Nothouse. Now Guthrie back to Nothouse. And Nothouse picked it up, and a little miscommunication there, and they're going to throw it in the backcourt. That's going to be another turnover on Carlisle, and it'll be Altamont basketball. Number seven on Carlisle, and uh, with 4.58 left to go, there's only been two points so so far scored in the second quarter. Yeah, low scoring fair after uh, about three minutes gone so far. Hammer over to Elam. Elam will drive, and nice shot but can't finish. And Earhart with the rebound. It was blocked by the long arms of Guthrie. And then say off off of Altamont. And uh, so it'll be a Carlisle with the basketball. And they'll get it over there to Rusher. Rusher trying to get it across half court, and he's immediately going to be fouled as soon as he gets it across into the front court. We're going to get a reach in there. Phillips is going to get hit with that. That's his second, so he's going to have to sit down. And Earhart comes back in, and or Earhart sits down, I should say, and Kata Miller checked in. Yeah, it's Phillips' second, team's fourth. I think uh, Phillips, or no? I think Cornette was late on the substitution there. Couldn't get it in. Swatted away by Robinson, and it's going to be out of bounds. So it stays right here with Carlisle, though. Sorry, Robinson's second block of the night there. That was a a nice one there by Robinson. He got real high up off the ground on that one. Now Phillips will take a seat in. Logan Cornette will come in. Rusher for three is good on the inbound. Sam Rusher with his first three points. It's 19-15. Kata Miller quickly into the front court. They're going to get a foul on Carlisle. And foul going number two, Sam Rusher, his first team fifth. Yeah, Guthrie was right there, and then Rusher trying to get the steal on him. They get an inbound to Cornette. Over to Elam. Run about 4 15 to go. Robinson is over in the corner here to Hammer. Now swinging on the perimeter here. Elam, Elam in the corner for Hammer. Hammer with a little head fake. Now off to Cornette. Cornette picks up the dribble. Looking for that backdoor cut. Can't get it to him. Miller at the free throw line. Spins around in the lane. Can't get the hook shot. The ball. No good. 
right there, though. And a Guthrie with the rebound. Bounce about every part of the room, I think. Side not to go in. As Rusher getting over there to Ewells. Ewells with the basketball on the volleyball line now. Back off to Rusher. 340 to go in the second. And it'll be Vonderhaar with the ball here towards half court. He's looking to find somebody. He gives it off to a Guthrie. Again, Guthrie's out here by midcourt. He almost loses the dribble, and now he's looking to drive. He's got space, and it's going to be an offensive foul. Mason Robinson saw Guthrie coming down the lane and just stood there and took the charge. Sure did. Fouls on uh, Guthrie, his first. Team six. And that is the team six on call out. The next foul, Altamont will be in the bonus here. And there's also a 30 second timeout. So we're going to take a 30 second timeout as well. 1950, Altamont with the lead. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack FN. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont. 3.20 to go here in the first half. Altamont with the ball. Low scoring affair here. Both teams only scored a basket each in this quarter. As the Cornette has it here on the left side, and now it spins around. Jumper can't fall. Miller with the follow can't get the fall either, but he will be fouled. So, Keaton Miller will go to the free throw line for two here. Oh, wow. 15, Taylor, third, team seven. That's the least amount of person you want for Carlisle to get foul trouble. It's a three. Miller made the free throw. Makes it 20 to 15. And we got Robinson coming back in and Phillips rechecking in as well as Hamer and Ewan will take a seat. Caden Miller will be at the line for a second free throw. Caden, a free throw, up and good. They're going to call a lane violation, but I think they're going to count the point, though. Yeah, looks like they are. Nope, they took the point away. So they said it was a lane violation on Alcimon. So it remains a 20-15 to 15 game. And it's going to be stolen away there at midcourt as Cornette and Yarhouse were having a double-team trap there on a Carlisle offensive player. Yarhouse spins around, left-handed hook, can't get it to fall, and Miller will be going to call a foul on Miller. So I thought it was a foul on Carlisle, but I'm going to call it on Caden. Caden Miller, his first team's fifth. Yeah, I thought the foul was on Carlisle myself. So the score remains 20-15 to 15 as they waves off that last free throw by Miller on that. Almost picked off again by Robinson. He may have had uh, his head up looking for the transition back in there and lost it, but it'll be stays right here with Carlisle. Definitely a great effort, though. 2.30 to go here. A five-point lead of four outs, 
as it's Rusher handing it off. And that off there to uh, Steinkamp is going to be picked off by Yarhouse the other way. Way up, up, and Bravery Yarhouse, his second bucket, 22-15. As Hayden Yules will bring it across half court. Coming up on two minutes to go, and they're going to get a foul. They're on Altamont playing too aggressive defense there, they say. That was on Avery Yarhouse, 22 is second, team six. So it looks like kind of Earhart came back in, and so did Hammer as well. And there's another new one out there. I think Elam came back in. As it's going to be Rusher getting it, and driving to his left, and then call a blocking foul, and quickly, Carlisle's in the bonus here. Target's on Phillips, maybe. Yep. Ooh, yeah. Right, Phillips is third, team seven. So now Hunter Taylor for Carlisle and Wyatt Phillips both have three fouls. Yeah. Wyatt's going to have to take a seat. Yeah. Sam Rusher will be at the line. One and one. First free throw up and good. Makes it 22 to 16. And Aiden McManaway checked in for Wyatt with those three fouls. In and out for Carlisle and Hammer with the rebound. Elam quickly up the floor to Robinson in transition. Three, no good. Rebounded by Earhart and it's taken away from behind. Ball is loose on the floor. Who's got it? No one else wants it. And it's going to be Colton Jules comes away with it. Finally, after it's still being loose. And Taylor has it blocked again. I think that was Robinson again who got his hand on it. He's waving through traffic. He goes off to Elam for three. Short off the backboard. And rebounded by Rusher. Up to Nothouse. Nothouse lay up and in for Nothouse. Finishing in transition. It's 22-18. Minute 15 to go. Robinson quickly the other way, and he gets it up, and he's going to be fouled, and he's going to be in the act of shooting. And so Mason Robinson will go to the free throw line here for two. Fouls number two, Sam Rusher, his second, team eight. And now Rusher with two, with Taylor with two for Carlisle. Robinson's free throw up and in. Eight points tonight here for Robinson. Makes it 23-18. Nothouse will take a seat, and Vaughterhart checks back in for Carlisle. Robinson with eight points. I believe he's got three blocks as well. Yeah, flying all over the court tonight, offensively and defensively. Up and in for Robinson again. He's two for two. It's 24 18. Robinson will take his seat, and Eli Miller will check in. Coming up on a minute 13 to go in the half. It's Colton Hewell getting it in to Rusher. Rusher's going to walk it up the floor. Closely guarded by McManaway there. Crossover dribble. It has it in the front court. No over to. Uh, Colton Yule misses the uh, jump shot, and it's rebounded by Elam. Elam up to McManaway. McManaway finds Eli Miller for three. Can't get oh, it to yeah. fall. McManaway there for the follow. It's no good. It may have been blocked by Guthrie and rebounded there by Colton Yule. Up the floor to Hayden Yule. He is off to a rusher. Rusher fires the pass down low. Puts up a shot. No good. Guthrie can't finish the layup. 
And Coach Nieberge, a little chaos happening, and he calls a foul there, or he calls a timeout. So Coach Nieberge with a timeout, and we'll take a timeout as well. We'll be back in 30, Altamont leads 24-18. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. Pepsi Mid-America presents a tasty and downright lucrative opportunity. The more you enjoy ice-cold, delicious Dr. Pepper products, the more money you can earn for your child's school. Beginning September 1st through January 31st, start collecting those teal caps from any Dr. Pepper, Crush, 7-Up, or Crisp and Clear products and help make your child's school shine bright. The more teal caps you collect, the more your school will earn. Collect the caps from Pepsi Mid-America. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 30 seconds to go here in the first half. Altamont will have the ball. Have it here in the front court. It's Robinson. Trying to work against his defender. Had it knocked away and poked loose and Rusher gets the steal. Rusher the other way with 13 seconds left. He's going to back it back out for one shot as Coach Palmer directs. And it's going to be Rusher giving it off there. And they go over to Vonderhaar. Now shot for three to end the quarter. It's way off. No good. And that was Hayden Ewells who's missed that. So after one half of play, it's Altamont 24, Carlisle 18. We'll be back at the halftime report to take a look at the first half numbers. We'll try to track down a score or two if we have them. And we'll also have some first half analysis as well. So we'll be back in a few minutes. 24-18, Altamont in the lead here at the half. And you're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. Let Kramer Pharmacy keep you healthy this holiday season. All of our staff in Altamont and Teutopolis would like to wish you and your families a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Good luck, Indians. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance 
at 217-342-3637, and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Pepsi Mid-America presents a tasty and downright lucrative opportunity. The more you enjoy ice-cold, delicious Dr. Pepper products, the more money you can earn for your child's school. Beginning September 1st through January 31st, start collecting those teal caps from any Dr. Pepper, Crush, 7-Up, or Crisp and Clear products and help make your child's school shine bright. The more teal caps you collect, the more your school will earn. Collect the caps from Pepsi Mid-America. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Halftime of Altamont and Carlisle. And currently it's the Altamont Indians in favor of the Carlisle Indians here at the half. 24 to 18 there as the both offenses kind of bogged down there in that second quarter as Altamont only put up a seven spot but Carlisle only put up a six spot and cut down on some of the turnovers but just uh, nothing seemed to be falling there for both offenses there in that second quarter and uh, a good thing before the Altamont Indians was doing in that first quarter was a transition and runs off the rebounds and that's what got them the early lead, capitalizing on all those Carlisle turnovers there in the uh, first quarter. But not really a lot happening offensively uh, there in that second quarter, Dominic. No, not really a lot. Like you said, only uh, 13 points combined. And, uh, yeah, not really a whole lot happening offensively. Um, lots, of, uh, lots of fouls, though, and free throws and yeah. uh, stuff like that. Uh, Hunter Taylor for Carlisle with three. Sam Rusher with two, uh, Matt Nall House with two, Wyatt Phillips for Altamont with three, ABR House with two. So, a couple guys, I guess, in, in foul trouble. Not, not, too, not too bad. But, uh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll see if that'll factor in the second half. Yeah, we'll Phillips definitely. Phillips those three. That we'll definitely, definitely see if that affects the second half. And also, sure, as we uh, go ahead and take a look at some stats here, <clears throat> excuse me, first of all, for. Uh, Carlisle for uh, Sam Rusher. He was 0 for 1 from the field, 1 for 2 from the three-point line, and 1 for 2 from uh, the free-throw line for four points. Hunter Taylor, 1 for 2 from the field, and 2 for 2 from the free-throw line for four points. Wyatt Nighthouse, he was 2 for 5 from the field, and 0 for 1 from the three-point line, 2 for 2 from uh, free-throws. Six points, Matthew Guthrie, 1 for 4 from the field. Two points to Josh Vanderhaar is one for two from the field and open one from the three point line for his two points. I got Wyatt Phillips. He's uh, for Altamont. He got uh, Wyatt Phillips one for one from the field and open two from three point range. One for one from the free throw line with uh, three points. 
Eli Miller started three, go for one from there. Dylan Elam was one for two from the field and one for two from three-point range with his uh, five points. Maybe Yarhouse got him two for four from the field and over three from three-point range with four points. Mason Robinson leading off board with 12 points, three for four from the field, one for one from three-point range and three for three from the three, uh, three, or, excuse me, free throw line. Logan Fournette, 0 for one from the field and 0 for one from three-point range. And Caden Earhart, 1 for four from the field with his two points. So as uh, Alcon leads it 24-18, as the Indians are back out on the field, warming up for the for the second half. Uh, I mean, I guess neither team really played terrible, really, in, in the second quarter. Just a low low scoring quarter. Um, you know, at the you know five minutes left to go, Alphonse only you know, only got two points score. So, I mean, sometimes you're gonna you're gonna have that. You know, it has been a defensive battle, uh, a lot of turnovers. I got the Carlisle with nine and. Alphonse only got five, so I mean that's good for them. But uh, I know Mason Robinson's got three blocks as well, off some twelve points. He's basically jumping out of the gym, getting those yeah. blocks, and he's all flying all over the place. So definitely, definitely helping out. So uh, I look for more of that in the second half from from Alphonse. Yeah, and Alphonse had quarters of seventeen and seven for their twenty-four, and Carlisle had quarters of twelve and six for their eighteen. One of the scores from around the area there at the uh, Conrad Allen uh, tournament in Wayne City. It was uh, Lovejoy currently leading over South Central 33-22 at the half. And uh, in the fourth quarter, Central A&M over Morrow Forsyth 45-39. At halftime, it's Robinson over Charleston 38-20. Trying to find some other ones that uh, is affected around the area. Uh, Mount Carmel. Ahead of Flora, 31-2 at 19 there. And uh, I think that's all I have from around the area, the immediate area anyways. And I know that FEM Anstopolis was squaring off uh, tonight. I know that last night in Rolls basketball, he uh, down at St. Anthony and squared off. St. Anthony got their first loss at the hands of Anstopolis there uh, last night. And last night the Lady Indians got a victory over North Clay in comeback fashion here and also a little schedule update for you that on a Thursday we'll have Lady Indians basketball for you here on Jack FM. It's going to be in Cowden, and it's going to be at CHBC and Altamont squaring off at girls basketball on Thursday. Then on Friday it's Mega Night here at Altamont. We got a, a doubleheader of both the girls and the boys taking on Oblong Powhut. We'll also have some ceremonies there. They'll be honoring uh, the uh, junior high team that made it to a state and also be honoring Grace Nelson before um, becoming the all-time leading scorer here at Altamont uh, there during Mega Night. And then on Saturday, action doesn't stop for the boys as they're participating in the Comet Shootout there in Greenville once again. And it's going to be the main event, 7 o'clock, last game of the night there in Greenville. It's going to be against Breeze Central, and Breeze Central is ranked. And they are St. Anthony Thanksgiving Tournament champions there as well. So that would be a good test for uh, Altamont uh, coming up on a oh, Saturday yeah. there in Greenville. I have some other scores here for you, Travis. Yeah, okay. Uh, town up on Effingham 23-13 after the first quarter. Uh, Santy up on Newton 29-26 at the half. Robinson over Charleston 38-20 at the half. 
over at the uh, Salem, we'll haul the tournament. Hillsboro defeated Mulberry Grove 68-38. And also at the Conrad Allen tournament, uh, North Clay Louisville beat Grayville 82-37. Yeah, I forgot that. The uh, St. Elmo tournament uh, started uh, this week, and Cumberland will be in action uh, tomorrow on WCRA. We're back at live action here at Altamont, as Altamont will start off with the ball going left to right on your radio dial. It'll be all the starters out there on the floor for Altamont, and it's going to be a straight-on three for Wyatt Phillips to start off the second half, and it's 27-18. Carlisle going right to left on your radio dial this half. And they'll go with Bonderar there in the corner. Backdoor cuts to uh, Nothouse up and in for Wyatt Nothouse. His eighth point, 27 to 20. Quickly the other way. Yarhouse thought about a three, but it thinks better of it. Drives inside, puts up the shot, kick in the left-handed layup to fall, and rebounded there by Bonderar. As it'll be a rusher again across the timeline here. For Carlisle. Phillips right in his face, and uh, I know that uh, Guthrie has a long wingspan, but not quite that long. And uh, the official had a better chance of it uh, that time there, but another turnover there for Carlisle gives it back to Altamont on the wayward pass. As it'll be Robinson getting across that court. Kind of poked away momentarily by Colton Hewells, who started the uh, second half due to some foul trouble for Carlisle. And, I'll get a quick foul on uh, uh, Carlisle there. Number 23, 23 Colton Ewells is first. He's first. And uh, so it'll be a Phillips taking it out underneath the basket for Altamont. They get it in to uh, Yarhouse. Yarhouse trying to get some space. Now out to a Phillips. Phillips with a head fake. Runner in the lane. Short and rebounded by Ewells. Colton Ewells. Sam Rusher will bring it across half court. They'll get over to Colton Ewells. He has it here on the right side. And now over to Vonderhaar. Vonderhaar up top of the key to Guthrie. Guthrie in between the circles over to Colton Ewells. Ewells looking to drive. Now this is back off to a Guthrie. Guthrie had it taken away by Yarhouse. And Yarhouse has it nearly taken away from him. And he tried to chuck it over to Phillips. And it's going to be a wild throw picked off by Carlisle. Now the ball's loose here. And the ball is still up for grabs as there's going to be a foul fighting for the loose ball. And I believe it's going to go on Altamont, I think. Or no, that's going to go on uh, Colton Yule. Colton Yule, he picks up two quick fouls here early on in the second half. It's second, team second. And uh, so uh, a... Fans just got ejected here in Altamont for uh, Carlisle there. Trying to get his money's worth there. And uh, so he'll be escorted out of the gymnasium. Said a few little magic words. There. Yeah. He, uh, he'll have to go wait in the parking lot for the rest of the time. Definitely. Definitely. I, uh, yeah, I heard those choice words. I'm sure you did too. Cannot be repeated on the radio. <laughs> So anyway, you can just imagine what those were. So it'll be Altamont still having the ball, and it'll get in a Robinson uh, with the basketball. Tries to back down Yules, and it gets over to uh, Phillips. Phillips, now let's swing on the perimeter back over to Robinson, and there'll be a foul. And uh, so it'll be a common foul and out of bounds for Altamont. 
Colton Yule as well. His third, team's third. Three three fouls here for Yule's. Uh, really picking on him. They are. He started the second half. He has a foul trouble. He's getting a foul trouble himself. That's right. <laughs> With the ball on the left side. And now dribble it. Hand off to Hamer. Hamer hands off to Robinson. Robinson it spins around at the volleyball line, or at the free throw line, excuse me, and he puts the shot up. No, but he is going to be fouled on the shot attempt. So Mason Robinson will go to the free throw line here for two. Fouls on number 40, Josh Vanderhart, his first. Team four. Team four been really piling up here in the second half, and maybe you've got three minutes. Free throws up and good for Robinson. He's in the double figures now. He's got ten. Dylan Elam comes in and kind of error takes the seat. So Robinson will be at the line, trying to make it a nine-point game. It's 28 to 20. Phillips is say or Robinson's second free throw on the way and good. He's got 11, and it's 29 to 20. Coming up on a 5:20 to go in the third. It's Rusher getting across half court, picked up by Phillips. And a little bit of a wayward pass there, but Hayden Hewell gets it down, but gets it taken away by Cornette. Another turnover here for Carlisle. Robinson weaving his way through traffic, and it's going to be another foul on Carlisle. On a little bit more tighter of a game here in the second half. Sure. Fouls on number two, Sam Rucker, his third. Team number five is. Carlisle's got Rusher, Hunter Taylor, and Colton Ewell, all with three fouls. And Rusher and uh, Colton Ewell had to take a seat there. And uh, a couple of players that came in there, Taylor, I know. And Vonderhaar checks back in as well. And so Elam will get in over there on the sidelines. And then the Cornette will swing it on the perimeter here on the right side of Phillips. Elam with the ball. He'll get a screen from Cornette. He goes all the way to the rim and no foul. And be out of bounds, stays right here with Altamont. And goes blocked by Carlisle. As it'll go, Hamer inbounding on the baseline there. Gets it in the two Robinson in between the circles. Under five to go here in the third. Nine-point lead for Altamont. Phillips hands it off to uh, Cornette. Cornette over to Elam. Elam dribbling, and he picks it up now. Gives it, hands it back off to Hamer. Over the corner to a Cornette. Now swinging on the perimeter and a call for a travel. So a turnover there for Altamont. And gives it back to Carlisle on the travel. I uh, was only Altamont's second turnover in the half. But, uh, still will be turning the ball over regardless. Kaden Miller checks in uh, for Altamont and so does Avery Arhai. So it's Hewell getting across the timeline. Almost picked off, and it's still loose down there. Loose, not out, fight for, and they'll call a tie-up and alternate possession arrow. We'll keep it right here with Carlisle. So Nothouse will take it out right in front of Carlisle's bench here. Still a nine-point lead, 29-20. And Carlisle easily, easily gets it in. That's Nothouse with the ball over to Hayden Ewell. I'll try to feed it into the post to Guthrie, and it was tipped out by Altamont. I'll stay right here with Carlisle. And who wants to take it out? Uh, Hayden Ewells runs over there and says, I'll do it. 
He'll take it out here on the baseline. Looks into Guthrie, a little bit of a high pass, but he gets it down. He puts up the shot, up and in for Guthrie. Only his second bucket, 29-22. Now over to Robinson. Robinson, tough jumper is off, no good. And rebounded by Vonderhaar. He's off there to uh, Taylor. Taylor gets it across half court. Under four to go here in the third. Taylor down, dribbling it here on the volleyball line. He gets about to Hayden Jules. Trying to get into the post to Vonderhaar and almost picked off as Robinson almost uh, read the pass perfectly there. But it gets over to Vonderhaar, back to Hayden Jules. He goes all the way, layup, left-handed variety. Is up and in for Hayden Jules, his first point, 29-24. Nice, uh, kind of outside the paint left there by you. And Elam with the basketball gets off to a Robinson. Robinson thought about going inside, but back to back out. Over to Yarhouse. Now Elam with the basketball. And off to Hammer. Hammer trips and falls. It's over to Yarhouse for a three. Left it short. Long rebound goes to Elam. He saved it from going out. And now Altamont reset. They get it back to Elam. Shot for a three. In and out. No good. And rebounded by Guthrie there. And it'll be Hayden Ewells getting across the timeline. Getting a screen from Guthrie by Hayden Ewells. Gets it, gets another screen from Vonderhaar. Ewells looks to drive. He just off to Newton, or not house, no good. And rebounded by Miller. It'll be Yarhouse getting across half court. Now over to Hamer. Now swinging on the perimeter back to Avery. Avery has, he spins around in the lane, puts up the shot, no good, but he is going to be fouled. So Avery's going to go to the free throw line here for two. And man, that's going to be Taylor. Fourth one for him. Team six as well, so one more away from the bonus. Yarhouse is going to miss the free throw, but he will get another one. Kind of Nairhart checks back in, and so does Logan Cornette as well. Elam and Kata Miller will take a seat. But Avery will go to the line for another one. It's up, and it's in and out. No good. Now rebounded by Hayden Hules there. Look it off to Rusher who checks back in. Coming up on 2.15 to go. And it's going to be a foul near midcourt, and they're going to get that on Hamer. Trying to use the half-court line to his advantage there, but too much body contact on that one. Yeah, Hamer's first, team's first. Yeah, team first to the half. You can bring that to six for Carlisle. And it's going to be picked off, not held. Not a good pass there, and picked off by Robinson, and it's going to be an offensive foul. Robinson was way too wild there, and he's going to get hit with the offensive foul. Yeah, he definitely was way too wild on that shot. Mason Robinson's first, team second. And so Yarhouse will uh, take a seat, and Wyatt Phillips will come back in. Trying for that deep pass, but thought better of it. Just pass over here closely to Vonderhaar. Almost picked off, but Jules has it. They finally break this pressure. Nothouse with the basketball all the way, and he's going to be fouled. So Nothouse will go to the free throw line here for a couple. That was going to be on 
Number 33, Pioneer Hurst, first team third. About 45 seconds ago, Altamont didn't have any fouls, but now they're coming fast and furious here with three. Sure are. Outhouse free throw, takes a couple bounces and out. No good. Score remains 29-24. A little 4 run here. Carlisle still hanging around here. That's what they did the other night to Vandalia. Outhouse up and in and makes one of two that time. He's got seven. It's 29-25. Still within four. Two minutes to go here in the third. Amber with the ball. Joel's it here on the perimeter. Now over to Phillips. Phillips hands off to a Cornette. Cornette looking to drive left-handed layup. No good, but Earhart's there on the rebound. Now Robinson gets it back off to Phillips. Phillips with a pump fake. He looks to drive. He lost it, and he gets over to Earhart. It's going to be blocked by Guthrie. Another block. Back-to-back block for Guthrie. Just swatting away there, the big fella, 6-7. No fly zone here. You got that right. And it'll be a rusher. With the basketball. He'll get a screen from Guthrie. Rusher looking to do something with it. Now back to back out. Picked it up. Gives it off. Up top to Varnerar. Now over to Rusher. Coming up on a minute to go in this third. Could be a one possession game here. And it's going to be picked off by Cornette there. Just forcing it there. Do not house. Robinson the other way. Lays up and in. Or Robinson. 31-25. Cools the run there by Carlisle. We're under a minute to go here in the third. It's Rusher. Inside of the free throw line is good for Sam Rusher. 31-27. Robinson quickly up the floor to Cornette in the corner for three. Splashes it home for Logan Cornette. His first points of the ninth, 34-27. That is Cornette's shot. He He does like those corner threes more than the ones out on the wing. He definitely does. So it's Rusher. Flip the ball over to Hayden Ewell. They look to get it to Nothouse. They do. Up to the top of the key. Now he picks up his dribble. Throws up a wild shot. No good. Rebounded by Robinson. Maybe he lost track of time there. And Robinson's going to get called for a, a violation there on the dribble. A little carry there. And so I'll uh, turn the ball back over to Carlisle. And so with 9.8 left, Carlisle will get the ball back here. In the third quarter, Ada McManaway comes in. And who's going to check out? And they're going to say Wyatt to come out. And, uh, so it'll be uh, – actually, it was uh, Wyatt Phillips going to take a seat and Coach Palmer having a little bit of words with the official as well. He was arguing about where the violation was at, and uh, obviously not going to win that argument. So they're going to inbound it on the sidelines there, and they'll get into Rusher. Got five seconds. Got to get it across. And a four seconds. Gets the screen. Got to put it up. And in the corner, Ewell for three. is way off. No good. And so that's going to do it for three quarters of play. After three, it's Altamont 34, Carlisle 27. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball. Here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. 
Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont High School. Start of the fourth quarter. It's 34-27. Altamont in the lead over Carlisle. And Altamont will start this final quarter with the basketball. Robinson will have it in the front court. Gives it over to Elam, who checked in. As uh, they'll swing it over there to Robinson. He'll drive baseline, dish it off to Earhart, and can't handle the pass, but Yarhouse tracks down the loose ball. Altamont will pass the ball here, and it goes off of Cornette's leg, but he gets it back. Now over to Elam up top. A little head fake. Now hands it back off to Yarhouse. Yarhouse up top over to Cornette. Find Elam. Elam gets the screen from Yarhouse. He drives. Dishes it off to Earhart. Earhart has off to Robinson for three. Straight on. Can't get it to fall. Earhart with the rebound, though. And now Robinson will have it again. Cornette shot for three. Yes! Another three there for Logan Cornette. Second three of the half. It's 10 now, 37-27. He's got six on the night all here in the second half. There you go, Vonderhaar with a ru- rusher for three. Can't answer. And rebounded by Robinson. Robinson, a nice pass to Cornette in the corner for three. Can he do it again? It's an air ball. But Robinson's there for the rebound momentarily, but it's taken away by Guthrie. Look, he checked three. Can't get three in a row to fall. And now it's not house here on the left side. He's going to step inside a mid-range jumper, and he gets it to fall. A little bit of an awkward shot there, but he got it to fall. He's in the double figures. It's 37-29. That was an awkward shot by not house. Yeah, somehow he got to go in. And it's going to be almost picked off there by Bonnerhar, but they get it on the corner for three for Yarhouse. Can't get it to fall. And it's rebounded by not house. Gets it up to Rusher. Nice dish off to Guthrie. Count the basket and the foul for Matthew Guthrie. Like that foul's going to be on Logan Cornette, I believe. Yep, Logan Cornette, his first team score. So Guthrie goes to the line for the and one. They get a 37-31. And Hayden Hewell's about to check out here and have to get a little wrap on his finger there. I think it was a little blood or maybe on the, on the nose a little bit, too, I think. Sorry, that foul wasn't on Cornette. It was on 21 Dillon. Guthrie's foul shot is up and in. And one free throw there. Seventh point for Guthrie, and it's a five-point lead for Altamont, 37-32. Went up on six minutes to go. As it's Robinson the other way, looking to back down. His man puts up the shot. No good, but Robinson is going to go to the line for two shots here. 
Fouls on number 33, Wyatt Nonhouse, his third, he's seven. And so Robinson will go back to the line here to shoot two. Up and good for Robinson. He's got 14. Leads back up to six, 38-32. As Robinson, second free throw, on the way, up and good. So it's 39-32. And it'll be Taylor getting across half court. Hands off to Rusher. Rusher with the basketball here at the volleyball line. 5.45 to go. Now he's off to Vonderhaar on the baseline. Now back up top to Taylor. Taylor gets a screen. He finds himself underneath a basket. They'll swing it on the perimeter here. As it's not house handing back off to a Rusher. Rusher here out of the volleyball line. Trying to go one-on-one with Phillips. Dribbles to his left. Now he's off to Vonderhaar. Tried for that extra pass and it's picked off by Miller. Stolen away, and it's going to be Phillips in the corner for three. No good, but Robinson's going to be there with the offensive board. Robinson looking to go back up with it. Up and no, but he is going to go back to the free throw line for two more fouls as he was fouled in the act of shooting. Fouls on number 15, Hunter Taylor. That's his fifth. He is fouled out, so uh, Rex. Steinkamp comes back in for him. Also, Vonderhaar will take a seat, and Colton Hewell will come in for him. So that was Hunter Taylor's fifth foul. And Robinson tying his right shoe there. And uh, he's good now. So two more free throws coming here for Robinson. Robinson's free throw up, and it's good. Got 16 and it's 40 to 32. About five minutes to go here in the game. Robinson's second free throw is also good. Two for two there. Now for nine for nine from the line tonight. 41 32. Speaking of nine, that's the lead as Rusher gets it across half court. Almost loses it, but gives it off over there to Steinkamp. That'll find that house. Foot was on the line, and it's going to be short. Rebounded by Miller. Robinson quickly up the floor to Elam. Elam goes all the way. Blocked by Guthrie again. His third block. And it'll be Rusher up to Johnson for three. Sorry, that's Steinkamp. Keep on calling Johnson. It's Steinkamp with a three, and it's 41-35. Go over to Elam in the front court here. 41-35 with that last three. You're also going to drive this off to a Miller. Miller jumper from the free throw line is good for Caden. And it's 43-35. Tiptoe on the sidelines there. Steinkamp is going to be picked off by Robinson. Another turnover there for Carlisle. Got that number six turnovers for the half of Carlisle. Yarhouse, three. There it is. Three-pointer there. For Avery Yarhouse. three of the night. Yes, finally gets one to go down. And Coach Palmer wants a timeout as well. 46-35, Altamont takes the lead here with 3.55 to go. And we'll be back in 30 seconds 
You're listening to Alpha Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont High School. It's an 11-point lead for Altamont now, their largest lead of the night, 46-35. And Avery Yarhouse knocking down on that last three-pointer. It just goes to show you the game of basketball is funny sometimes. He had seven last game, and that was his first three of the night there. It sure is. Yeah, he had seven last game, but I think the game before he was 0 for 9. So, yeah, it's, it's right. It's funny. It's sports in general, too. Right. Just like in baseball. Yep. So it'll be a sign camp getting over there to Colton Jules. He gets a screen from Rusher there, and Colton will pass it off to Nothouse. Nothouse is going to be a foul there. So it's a common foul on Altamont, and they'll take it out here on the baseline. Southern number 22, Avery Yardhouse, his third. Um, him and Wyatt Phillips each have three. There's 3.35 left to go. And so Guthrie will, or Nuthouse will get it in to Rusher. A little collision there, but it'll be a Rusher with the basketball at the volleyball line. Trying to get it to Guthrie, but they just can't find him. And Rusher goes all the way and has it picked off as he was trying to get it. Kind of caught in between there, passing out of it or trying to go for the shot. Also, Coach Palmer wanted a foul as well. And this is going to be a foul there, I think. Maybe it was a violation. Didn't put up any person on the board. Either way, Caden Miller and McManaway will take a seat. Earhart and Phillips check back in. And Hammer's out there as well. Hammer gets it across the timeline as he'll drive. And now stopping, hanging it back off to Robinson. Robinson trying to back down his man. Now back out to Hammer. Hammer looking to drive. He dishes off to Phillips. Phillips, he'll drive inside. Puts up the mid-range jumper is good for Wyatt. Got eight and 48-35. Rusher at the free throw line. Hands off to Colton Mules. Left it short. Rebounded by Robinson. Up to Yarhouse. Yarhouse the other way. Can't get it to fall. But he is fouled, though. So Avery will go to the free throw line for two more shots here. That was on number 33, Wyatt Nighthouse. It's four. Team nine. Already had Hunter Taylor foul out. We'll call out another player in foul trouble there. And Coach Palmer wants another timeout. So we'll take a timeout as well. Altamont at the line, but it's a 48-35 score. Altamont with the lead with 2.41 to go. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FN. 
Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. Let Kramer Pharmacy keep you healthy this holiday season. All of our staff in Altamont and Teutopolis would like to wish you and your families a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Good luck, Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont High School. 48-35, your score. And Avery Arhouse will be at the line here to try to increase that lead. Again, lead is 13, largest of the night for... Altamont trying to put this game away at the free throw line. With one more for them would be in the double bonus. So Avery was in the act of shooting, so he'll be at the line for two automatically here. Free throw up, and it's good. 49-35. As Jacob Rusher comes in for the first time tonight. For Carlisle. Carlisle at the free throw line for a second free throw attempt. Up and it's good. Two for two there for Avery. And uh, Kaden Miller and a Cornet check in. And Earhart and Yarnhouse take a seat. 50 to 35, your score, Altamont in the lead. 2.41 to go. Going to be a Sam Rusher getting across half court. Sam has it here on the right side, and now he gives it off there up top to Hayden Hewell. He looks to drive, and now he backs it back out to Sam Rusher. He's looking to drive and try to throw the pass to Guthrie, picked off by Miller the other way. That's Phillips with the ball now, playing a little keep away maybe. As Robinson goes strong with it, and he goes over to Phillips. Phillips now will dribble it around. Is off to Cornette. And hand off to Robinson. We're under two to go. Hammer backdoor cut to Cornette. Lays it up the glass oh. again. Running the baseline for Cornette. And it's 52-35. As it's Hayden Hules for three. Can't get it to fall. Area out of by Hammer. Minute 40 to go. Hammer will get it across. Now over to Cornette. Minute 30 to go. Hammer there on the right side. And he'll back it back out towards midcourt. Altamont won't be in any rush to do anything with it with the big 52-35 lead. Definitely not. And uh, so it'll be a minute 10 to go. And Robinson will have the basketball dribbling out here. Now more towards the volleyball line. Mid-collision there, and they both fall over each other, and they're going to call a foul there on Sam Rusher. Number two, Sam Rusher, that's his fourth. And so that's going to be a double bonus for Robinson. And it's minute six, or minute seven to go. Robinson at the free throw line, up and good. 18 for Robinson here tonight. 
Robinson. Second free throw up and off. No good. His first miss tonight. 10 for 11 now, though. 53-35, your score a minute to go in the game. All out tomorrow. That's going to be Sam Rusher getting over there to Nothouse. Nothouse here in the left corner now dribbles, and turnaround jumper is way short, and rebounded by Robinson. And Robinson says, slow it down. And uh, he'll get it across the timeline uh, with 40 seconds left. Off to two, Cornette. And Hammer. Looks like Carlisle's losing streak will continue. And Altamont putting together back-to-back wins here. 25 seconds away from making that official. And no miscommunication there as Cornette and Hammer were on the same page. And a turnover there for Altamont. That is her fourth turnover in the second half. 20 seconds left. Rusher. That's the same rusher. Straight on three is off. No good. And there's going to be a Phillips hitting the deck. He just got pushed from behind. And it's going to be an air ball three as well. And Robinson holds on to the ball. And uh, he'll just hold on to it here. And that's going to do it. Your final tonight, 53 to 35. Altamont picks up the win. They improved a 4-2 and two on the season. Carlisle. Three and five on the season now. And 53-35, Altamont, a winner. We'll be back to break it all down. We'll be back to wrap it up, and hopefully we'll catch up with the Coach Niebuhr here at the end of the game as well. So, again, Altamont with the win, their fourth win of the season, 53-35. And we'll be back to wrap this one up. And you're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FN. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Ah, there it is. That unmistakable sound of an ice-cold Pepsi to get you through another holiday season. Yes, the holidays can really crank those Pepsi cravings into overdrive. It's like you look away for half a second and then bang! You're dancing the holiday hustle just to keep up. Remember to pause. Refuel. With a refreshing and always delicious two-liter of Pepsi or diet Pepsi. Give thanks and pass the Pepsi. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. 
In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont High School. Altamont comes away with a win of 53 of 35, 4 and 2 on of the season, and they improve to there. And Carlisle drops to a 3 and a 5 on of the year as well. Altamont put it away there in that fourth quarter. They're kind of both offenses bogged down there in the second and third, but 19 points put it away for Altamont there in the final quarter to pick up the win. See Coach Sieberg making his way already over here to uh, the uh, broadcast position. So we'll uh, let uh, Dominic turn the headsets over to him and get him on to the headsets. And um, welcome in uh, to the uh, broadcast booth again. It's nice to see you here again uh, tonight, Coach. Nice to see that you're feeling a little bit better. Yeah. And uh, it's also uh, nice to uh, come back to a win as well. Yeah, still not 100%. That thing knocked me out pretty good. I think I had both flu and strep, and it was, it was nasty. But, uh, yeah, it was it was tough to not see them Friday, but, you know, they, they they played they played really hard. I watched it live, so I was I was uh, pleased for that. But, you know, to get back into the gym on uh, on Monday for practice and then and tonight, you know, watch them, watch them just bust their tail all game, it, it, was, it was a pleasure. Yeah, and uh, I thought you guys got out to a really great start there. You used the, the fast break to your advantage also with the runouts off, the rebounding, and uh, the points off turnovers as well, all the turnovers that you were causing uh, there. And you guys off got off to a great start there in the first quarter. They were still hanging around at a five-point yeah, lead, yeah. but uh, you got off to a pretty good start uh, again here tonight. Yeah, we, we know we, we usually throw a big haymaker early, you know, teams can handle the pressure and then they figure it out and then we got to figure it out you know how to how to counteract that too um you know i thought i came out we, we concentrate on the defensive end tonight um you know i got back to my basics that's you know i, I sometimes i think i know how to coach offense because i don't <laughs> and, and, you know um it, it's it was you know it, it's all about who can put the ball in the hole anyway offensively but our defense when we do that and we take people out of their stuff and then we can get out and run and run and with Mason and as you know, seeing the floor or pushing the ball himself, um, you know, that's tough to guard. You know, you gotta. We want to play all 32 minutes, and then sometimes you know our, our our bench really and our depth really helps us there. But that, yeah, it was a good start. It was a good start. Second quarter, not so much. Right, yeah, kind of uh, second and third quarter, both offenses kind of bogged down a little bit, and also 
just seemed like uh, some shots weren't falling as well, you know, getting some good looks, but just getting uh, the tough breaks and they just weren't falling. Yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen good Avery once. I didn't get to see him Friday, you know. <laughs> yeah, person. Not that Avery doesn't. He, he plays hard all the time. That, sure. That he doesn't come and go as a shooting. But, uh, you know, man, if we could get him just to be a little bit more consistent shooting the basketball, and he, he can shoot the basketball. He's got the green light. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it, it's just we just didn't put the ball. We, we, we kind of calculated it. We had us under 30% in the first half. If we shoot 40%, which 40 to, 40 to 18 and a half, you know, it's a different yeah. ball game. Um, so it's just about putting putting the ball in the hole. Um, we had layups even. We had and ones that we could have had. And, you know, in the years mm-hmm. past, maybe we make those. But, you know, I, I can't fault the, guy, the guys' defensive effort, man. It was it was, it was was good to see finally. Uh, and the rebounding, we you know, that's a big team. They're 6'5". Yeah. There's, there's two 6'5 kids. I mean, we've seen some big teams this year. Yeah. We've gotten our butts kicked on rebounding. And this, uh, I think they had three offensive rebounds in the first quarter in the first four minutes, and uh, we didn't have them for any more. So, yeah, you know, that, that, that kind of the constant. That tells you the concentration the boys had on the on the rebounding tonight, right? Yeah, and uh, Earhart was a big part of that on the board there. And uh, yeah, like like you said, you know, he, in the past few games, you know, uh, some of the losses have been uh, the rebounding hasn't been there, but it was there uh, tonight, and it was on point. We were just talking about that during the during the game of sometimes it's funny during basketball and sports in general. Avery makes seven threes yeah, yeah. on Friday, and then he doesn't make his uh, first three until the fourth quarter uh, there in that. And I told him, and we were at the free throw line on on we were at the free throw line, so then then they mm. came back. But I, I told him, um, I said you're gonna make the next one. You just gotta shoot it. Yeah, you're gonna make the next one. He came down the next one he made, and then it was you know it was like a monkey off his back. And sure, like, I bet he was fired up, uh, but. It was good to see the ball in the hole. He, 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 he doesn't let it affect them. You know, he, mm-hmm. none, of them, none of them do. The offense doesn't affect the defense. And, you know, off, defense and rebounding don't have any off nights. You know, like if the shooting does, your defense and rebounding should always be there. Yeah, and uh, Cornette also making a couple of yeah. big threes there in the yeah. second half. Yeah, as that well. was huge. That was I love it. Uh, uh, Logan worked on his worked on his game. I know he's worked on his game all summer on his shooting for for certain. Um, but to see that come to fruition tonight, you know. He, he's not just a defensive kid. Uh, we want him to be, you know, that lockdown guy. But he can make a three if you leave him open. Um, mm-hmm. So can so can the rest of them. They yeah, can, they, we know it because we see it. Um, we just gotta we just gotta get that confidence. Keep knocking it in. But man, it was it was good to see Logan make those couple shots. And I also think it's important to uh, mention that uh, the starters uh, tonight, uh, Wyatt coming in there getting the start tonight, and Earhart. As well, coming in uh, for uh, Coleman being out with uh, the sickness uh, there, but those two guys sliding into the starting lineup tonight. Yeah, it was it, it stinks missing Eric. I hope he's getting better at home. Yeah, um, you know he didn't want to he, he didn't want to spread it to the other team kind of sure. like I didn't want to do either. But uh, yeah, we were going to start Wyatt and Kynan no matter what, even without Eric. Um, you know, I, I had this I had this thought before the season started. I'm like, we got seven, we got seven seniors that there's really not that big of a difference you know in starters um you know maybe maybe one's a little bit better than the other but it's not that big of a fall off that you're thinking oh yeah. man uh, why why can't i start why can't i enjoy the you know the starting lineup one time before senior night or whatever sure um they deserve it why it deserves it mm-hmm. um kind of deserves it so um the, they and, and they responded i thought kind of really yeah, responded to it i thought kind of had a good game i thought mm-hmm. uh, he, did, he didn't he wasn't it didn't Fluster him and Wyatt, you know, he he kind of got off the offensive side a little bit tonight yeah, too. So, um, 
it, it's kind of funny. You got to scout us. You got to you got to scout about nine, eight, eight, nine, ten guys. Cade mm-hmm. Miller. I mean, holy cow! It's, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of sad that I can't get that guy as, as many minutes as I want to. You know, because there's just so many seniors in there. Yeah. You know, but he can provide a lot of energy and defense and rebounding for us, man. He, he's a, he's a load. Yeah, he was, he was good tonight, so I'm glad you, you yeah. mentioned that uh, there. And uh, now you can start to get some kind of positive momentum going and down uh, now with the Friday game being uh, Mega Night uh, here with the uh, Oblong Pal Hub before that uh, big game on Saturday. But first we got to look towards uh, Friday yeah. uh, here uh, for Mega Night. Yep, you, gotta, you can't you can't look past an opponent. You, you can't. You can never fear an opponent, but you got to respect them. Um, mm-hmm. That's what Coach Crawford saying. You know, we we you had to go into thinking I got to do my best every game. Um, yep. So I I don't have much on Auburn. I really don't. I have to see some film. Um, you know, I know they had some a bad year last year, but uh, you, you, when they come into your gym, oh, you you got to be ready to go every each and every night. Look in that mirror when you're done. Um, and then Saturday is going to be fun too. So um, it should be interesting. So it, it'd be a couple nice practices, hopefully, and then get after two games. Uh, Coach, I uh, appreciate you uh, coming up here, and uh, nice to see you again, and now you're doing well, appreciate and uh, congrats again on the win, and we'll talk to you again on Friday. Appreciate it. Thank you. All righty, and uh, thanks for uh, Coach joining us here on the post game again. Final score, 55, or 53 to uh, 35, your final, and we'll turn it over here to uh, Dominic to get some uh, final numbers here, and uh, we'll get out of here. Yeah, uh, of course, first thing for uh, Carl, as I fall here tonight, 53-35 to Altamont, Sam Rusher was one for two from the field and one for four from the three-point range and one for two from the free-throw line for six points. Uh, Reddick Steinkamp, he uh, was one for one from the three-point range with three points. Uh, Hunter Taylor, he fouled out. He was uh, one for two from the field and two for two from the free-throw line with four points. Uh, Wyatt Knothouse, he was four for 11 from the field, 0 for one. Brown, the three-point range and three for four from the free-throw line for 11 points. Matthew Guthrie, three for six uh, from the field and one for one from the free throw line for seven points. Uh, Josh Vanderhaar was one for two from the field, 0 for one from the three-point range for his two points. And for Alpamont, uh, Wyatt Phillips was two for three from the field, one for four from the three-point line, and one for one from uh, three, uh, excuse me, free throw line for eight points. Dylan Eum was one for two from the field and one for two from Three-point range for his five points. Avery Yarhouse with two for four from the field, and zero for three from the uh, uh, excuse me, uh, messed up my numbers here. He was uh, excuse me, he was two for six from the field, and he was uh, one for six from three-point line, and two for four from the free throw line for nine points. Mason Robinson five for nine from the field, zero for two from three-point line, ten of eleven from. Free throw line for 18 points. Logan Cornett, one for three from the field. Two for four from the three-point range for eight points. And Caden Miller, he was two for five from the field and one for one from the free throw line for his five points. Out the with quarters of a 17, 7, 10, and 19 over their 53. And a Carlisle with 12, 6, 9, and 8 for their 35. On the evening again, Altamont approves to a 4 and 2. We'll see you again here on or on a Friday as it's Mega Night here with both the girls and the boys in action. Of course, the boys JV game at 5 o'clock. And then after that, approximately 6.30, we have the girls varsity and then the boys varsity to follow. 
both of those games here on a Friday. But our next girls broadcast will be on a Thursday in Cowden, taking on a CHBC there. So we will be back on the air on Thursday. So make sure to tune in to that for Lady Indians basketball. But that will do it for us here tonight. For Dominic, and thanks to Derek back at the studio for helping turn on the dials, getting us on and off the air. And this has been Travis Sparks. This has been a sports presentation of the Cromwell and Media Group. And again, out tomorrow, winner 53-35, your final. And we're back here on Jack FM to playing the music that we want. And have a great rest of your night, everybody. We'll talk to you on Thursday. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.